0: Good afternoon, good morning. You've missed that, haven't you? Glad to hear you're all back. And we're back. Dan, how are you?
1: I'm terrible, Danny.
0: I'm absolutely
1: terrible. But apart from that, yeah. You? Well,
0: I've always thought you were terrible. But would you like to go into a bit more detail? Uh
1: well, last weekend I went to Dot we were second in the league. <laughs> went to Derby, got beat 1-0. Um Woke up dead on Sunday. Had to get up to go out for a meal. Watched TakeOver. Uh, Couldn't stay up to watch Survivor Series Sunday night because I'd had about four hours sleep the night before. Um, So, yeah, I fell asleep at about half one Sunday morning. Was hungover till about Wednesday. Um, Went to Hull on Wednesday thinking, well, it might turn around. Now our fortunes might turn around. Got beat 4-0 to Hull. Um, Probably going to finish about 18th, but... No. Hey, I, t- I, t- I tell you what I've not spoke to you about. That train as well, it all went wrong after we missed that train on Saturday. <laughs> that was when the look changed. So basically, me and my mate, right, we sat on this train on a platform at Crewe, right? And if anyone knows Crew, it's like quite a big like changeover for trains, right? So we're on this train from Crew to Derby. So we get on this train. It's one carriage. It's full of North End fans, right? So I'm sat on this seat, me and my mate, Sorry, the train is going to be delayed for half an hour. So we sat on the thing, sat on the train, it's about half 10 now or something in the morning. They announced we will not be leaving, no, 12, we'll not be leaving before 12 o'clock. So that's another half an hour. So I said to my mate, I said, right, I'll get off, I'll get us some beers from the shop, and then we're not sat here like idiots for the next two hours. So I get off the train, five minutes later, it's gee, I can't believe it, the train's set off. So yeah. he's on his way to Derby and I'm stuck at Crewe train station. We ate cans of dark fruit and it, it's really Everything's gone wrong since. But yeah,
0: yeah I was uh, surveying the whole situation from Facebook um, and it was quite amusing. I've got to be honest with you. Um, G kicking off blaming British Rail. Now, British Rail hasn't existed for a long, long time. Um, yeah, whichever train company you were on, it certainly wasn't British fucking Rail. Um, so G's on Facebook kicking off, and then I text you and say, uh, how's the 1207? And you tell me the story, but you're, you're in the lucky position of being sat there with the beers, despite the fact it was that horrible chav juice, dark fruit stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's kind of all gone downhill for you since then, mate, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And when what? was, when was the last time you met?
1: Tuesday, it was a, what was it, I think it was either a cheese and onion butty, I think it was, yeah, I've got loads of, whenever I drink, every now and again, um, I don't know, I get mouth ulcers, and it, they, you just can't eat anything, I got a protein bar the other day, bit into it, and oh, it absolutely killed, but I've been looking into it, and apparently, one of the main causes of mouth ulcers is stress and worries, now, I don't have any stress about anything, at all, nothing, but my football team, I've lost the last few games, so I'm thinking <laughs> I'm blaming it on North End, I said that I was talking to uh, thinking before and she said to me she was like, well you don't have any stress, I said I know I said, but that 4-0 loss at Hull I was pretty stressed on the way home, so I think that's just made it worse uh, Well the, the,
0: only, the other thing is um, obviously mouth ulcers can be caused by kissing dirty girls um, all dirty boys, I mean,
1: um, so you haven't been
0: up to any no, of that, have no. you? No, no. It's, you can't, it's, it can't be, I've googled it anyway, it can't be passed on
1: by my mouth because I oh, did man. think, obviously, I've not been up to any of that, but I did think, um, me and G were drinking out of the same cans, maybe, but no, it can't be passed <laughs> on through that. But see, we were on the coach, we was on the coach, and this is when I was a bit dubious, we're on the coach to Hull, right. And he didn't have anything to drink. And I just had a litre bottle of a touch of fruit strawberry. And he's going, I'm really thirsty, me." And I'm thinking, he better not fucking ask to have some of this touch of fruit after he's giving me these mouthfuls. This is before I knew that he couldn't give it me. (laughs) And then he's half an hour later, he's going, I'm feeling really dehydrated here. And I'm thinking, he's digging for a drink. I said, hey, I'll just have some of this touch of fruit, for God's sake. But I don't know what you're going to get from it. But, Yeah.
0: (laughs) I team. guess you better talk about some wrestling. Well, I mean, I, I could have had a chance to moan about my football team, but that's 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 fine.
1: Um, no. I, while I was ranting about my team, I said, you got beat 2-0. N- I woke up Sunday morning and thought, I'll check the Premier League scores. And I looked and I said, Norwich had beat you 2-0. N- and I thought, oh, flipping heck, I'm there complaining about being in the championship and Danny must have all the worries being stuck in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, it was, it was the worst game of football I've seen Everton play since Walter Smith was in charge, and that particular one was a game against Middlesbrough. Um, it was it was it was appalling. Um, again, no creativity in the final thirds. We just we we basic all we did was we would pass it side to side, and then up to up from the wing back, and sorry, the full back to the winger, and then back into midfield, back into centre. And this just continues up until they get to the penalty area, and they don't know what to do. And there's nobody making runs. There's nobody making moves. It's great to do. It's knocking the ball about when you're Barcelona or um, a team a team who can play creatively in, in, in the final third. But when you're you just hold on to a lot of possession, and the opposition throws a ball over the top. Somebody with a bit of pace can just pop it past the goalkeeper one on one on one. And That's what happened. The, the thing was, I've seen Norwich play really well this season, despite the fact that they've, you know, yeah. had a lot of results go against them. They've still played really. They didn't play well against Dusty no. before. They were fucking shite. Um, fair play to them. They got the they got the the victory. Um, and I'm just sick of this whole thing. And you, you see it throughout the Premier League. Everyone's playing, trying to play what is now considered to be nice football. Nice football where you dink it here and there. And, and you 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 look at the premiership now, very few players go in for 50-50 tackles because the risk-managing situations in Everton, uh, it, it, it winds me up. It, it, Everton are one of the worst for it. They're told by the coaching staff not to go in for 50-50 challenges because it risks injury. And the risk of an injury to so a senior player is... Yeah, it, it's more. It, that is more important than winning the ball in that moment. Man, oh, you, that won't be accepted in championship.
1: But I tell you what, though. Well, if you don't like this passing amongst the defense and the midfield, you know who you should get in charge. Big Sam Allardyce. <laughs> he yes, won't be having any of that. Get him to
0: Gordon. Sam Allardyce is one thing. It's, 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 it sounds terrible to say, like after one the most. So we had eight months of Sam Allardyce. um, And I think I'm a season ticket holder. I spent a fair amount of money on my season tickets. And in three games, I saw Everton make five shots at goal. So it was was going from one extreme to another. Um, So, again, that's not something that I want to go down. What was the big Sam? Five shots at goal in three games? Three three home games, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, that's not really the route we want to go now. Anyway, um, here we are. We find ourselves um, Friday night. Oh, apologies for the, lady, the little bit of a delay. Dan's been on holiday. I've been very, very busy, as usual. Um, but glad to get back and glad to get this one on. And saying that, we should probably actually move to some wrestling now, now that I've had my little moan. Dan, NXT TakeOver... Um, always refreshes you a good takeover, doesn't it? It always makes you feel a bit like oh, back into this wrestling stuff now. Um, you know, like when you have a when you have a, a drink of orange to to cleanse your palate. Um, I think that's a bit like that for for NXT now. And I know we have differing opinions on War Games itself. Um, but here we are in what could be considered AEW country in uh, Chicago um the all state arena um and we the, the, i love the, i love the look of the two rings when that that opening camera shot comes on we're going to go into um to the matches now i didn't watch the pre show i don't think you did either so we're going to skip straight ahead to the main card but what was your thoughts on the overall look of the um of, 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 of the show well, so, do you know, I was
1: sat. Now you think you're talking about the pre-show. You know, when you said, "Did you watch the pre-show?" Yeah. And I thought that would have been about twelve o'clock our time on Saturday night. And I dread to think that the state that I would have been in at twelve o'clock our time yeah. while that pre-show was going on. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I tell you what, them, uh, the, you know the sirens that, that were yeah. coming on. Like, I thought that was a nice touch. But uh, obviously, I don't live too far from uh, Wharton, so yeah. <laughs> I I hear them sirens, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I was sat there, yeah. and I heard them, I heard and at first, I'm not going to lie, I thought, it's a fucking Sunday, what are they doing? <laughs> There's a fucking nuclear war starting. <laughs> you no, know, well, they, they come on, like, every hour or something around here. So I'm sat there, I thought, it's Sunday, it's 10 o'clock, I'm going go over, and then, yeah. But I tell you what I was thinking, I thought, can you imagine being backstage, being like the girls or whatever, ready for that opening match, the first ever women's war games, and you hear that noise, that much... Must- I, I think it's like quite a nervous sound anyway. So I'm dread to think like the nervousness they were feeling while they were studying Gorilla, waiting to go out, while they're hearing the sirens and everything. But
0: yeah, what did you... Th- I, lo- I don't think you didn't like just, the match that much, did you? Just, well, just before we go into um when you're talking about Wharton, waltons it's an old RAF base, isn't
1: it? I don't know, there's loads of people building planes working at BAC.
0: BAE systems. um, But yeah, sorry, I I just wanted everyone sort of understood why there was all these alarms going off and silence. Um, I basically see the place from my window now, but I don't
1: really like revealing it in case there's some psycho listening to the podcast who's going to come and kill me. But yeah,
0: I live in rhythm. Anyway, go on. Um yeah, possibly them. Um yeah, so the, the, the first one we, we kicked off and uh, and as you say, mate, um I just could not get into the match. And after speaking with numerous, numerous people, I realised it's me for some reason I just not was not into this match at all. Um it was everybody else's really, really uh, singing its praises. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was all that special either. Um, so it starts it's Rhea Ripley, Candace LeRae, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Um, the, for me, Rhea Ripley is impressive looking. Um, Candace is just, she's like a blue chip baby face, rah rah. Um, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, you know, from. Again, from the British circuit, uh, not, not at all, but uh, you know, they certainly haven't done anything to stand out on NXT or what I've seen of NXT UK for me just at the moment. Yeah,
1: well, I, I'm
0: I'm no, I,
1: th- I like Rhea Ripley, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, no,
0: Rhea Ripley's without doubt talented. Right.
1: Going back to what you first thought about, like Rhea Ripley. But do you know, I've been—you know—like they proper pushed her over this weekend. Mm. Do you know, I was—I thought to myself, I thought, if they carry on like this, we all know WWE fans don't like someone that they perceive as the chosen one. And I was sat there and I thought, if they keep putting her over like this, do you know what I mean? The fans will turn eventually. But she's like the new hot thing. Um, what did you? What did you like the heel turn? <laughs>
0: um i not not for me um oh really it, yeah it, it it wasn't really done all that well it wasn't like for me to me it's just like obviously to say i'm more of a casual view i'm not one of these who watches nxt every week i'm not one of these that watches nxt uk every week um and, so, and uh, who the hell watches NXT UK every week? Um, no. I know you're. A, I know you're a big fan. Um, but I, I, it just it was it was a turn. It was it, you know. I think. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, it just it it, it seems nah, quite beige to me. But again, I've got to concede because the popular opinion is that this was done really well. Yeah, I just thought,
1: I'm normally someone who, when there's like a turn, I'm like, eh, whatever, but I just thought I didn't see it coming, Um I just thought the aggression from Dakota Kai was great in it, like, I don't know, it felt real, which, I, I tell you what, I bet you thought, right, everyone loves this women's war games match, right, I'll message Dan, he won't like it, he hates
0: everything, <laughs> but you were shocked when I messaged you saying, yeah, I thought it was great. No, well, to be honest with you, then um, I, I know before I'd seen it, Joe had already given me the heads off and said you, you'll enjoy the you'll enjoy the women's match, it's a great match. Uh,
1: sometimes um, though, when someone can say that to you, you sort of like Neil will message me and he'll be like, "Oh, it was a great match that," and I'm like, "Don't give me spoilers," and he's like, "Well, I'm only telling you it's a great match." But then when someone tells me it's a great match, I sit there waiting for the great yeah, match instead of my was- like, organic. I was expecting this, Danny, to be average,
0: so I was like happy with what I got. No, that's that's fair enough, mate. That's fair enough. Um, and it was war games match. Um, I suppose what what did add to the story was the fact that once um, Tegan Knox was taken out um, and Dakota Kai just fucked off, it, it, it added to the story of the match in terms of Real and Candice LeRae going up against you know four, and especially Shayna Baszler, who's I think, uh, for me, it's just been a standout these last couple of years. I love watching her wrestle. Um, Now, we've said before, I'm not really much of a gimmick match type of person, but the War Games is, you know, War Games and Royal Rumble have always been my favourite gimmick matches. Um, So, you know, it, it was a shame. I don't know why I didn't enjoy this one, but I didn't. Everybody else did. We'll have to put the market down as a good match.
1: Yeah, I went. I know you don't like star ratings. I went four point zero on this, Danny. What would you be like putting? I know you don't like star ratings, but so I can get an idea
0: of what you're feeling. I've just bought some for the first time in years, baby bell cheeses, and when I bought them, there's a little plastic thing that comes with them, oh. um, so that you can heat them, um, and the label on it. Says mini melter, um, but it doesn't spell it with a Z, it spells with an S. I, I, I just thought about you straight away. Oh, mini melter. Um, oh,
1: shit. So- hey, listen, it's funny what you said about baby bells, Danny. Sorry to interrupt, right? When I was in year eight at school, I'd never had a baby bell, right? And I'm at my mate's house, Mark Rutledge. You're not listening, but you're a prick, anyway. out to Mark,
0: anyway, you fucking prick.
1: right? He's all right. Nah. Anyway, right, so we're at his house, yeah, and uh, he goes into his fridge and he passes me a baby bell. I'd, I'd never had one, never seen one, right? I was a cheese drink man, yeah, still am, right? <laughs> so he passes me this and I unwrap it. I'm thinking, red, red cheese, I'll never forget it. And I looked at it and I thought, well, I don't know. So I just took a bite out of it oh, with the red plastic on. I'm just, and chewing it. On. I was like, I said, I think it's out of date, this mate. He was like, what are you doing? you better meant to take the red plastic off. And every time I have a baby bell, I always think of that. But, uh, <laughs> so how many baby bells did you give it out of five?
0: I gave it um, two and a half baby bells. But again, my... Jesus Christ. My... Uh, well, well, which for me, two and a half is average. I mean, it's, it's halfway. Um, but we won't get into Meltzer bastardising the star system again. Um, but yeah. Average straight down the middle for me. Although, as I say, I've got to take heed the fact that everybody else loved it. Um, so, we got to move on now. And this was quite interesting, the way this was done. Um, A triple threat match to decide the number one contender for the NXT Championship match. Uh, championship at Survivor Series. I, I really enjoyed the way they did this. The, you know, they're the pushing it for the next night and they're also probably pushing a lot of people who don't Always watch WWE pay per views that will watch NXT takeovers um onto that next day. So I thought it was quite a clever move. Um Pete Dunn, Damian Priest, Killian Dane. Um didn't think these these styles would mesh together as well as they did, but I quite enjoyed this match. What about yourself? Right. This is my take on
1: it, right? Yeah. It was well wrestled, yeah. But I thought at the ten minute mark the match should have ended and they went on and on and on. It went at almost twenty minutes, Danny. Yeah. And for me it-, it was it was eight and nine minutes too long. It went to the point from being. I had to give it I know whatever, I'd give it about three and a half to four. I was really enjoying it. I thought, wow, this has been really good. I don't like triple threat matches. But they just kept going. And I'm thinking you're just doing stuff for the sake of doing it. And then you went the extra eight and nine minutes. And it was just for Pete Dunne to sort of steal a pin, and I was I, but it really put me off the match. Didn't like over. I can't be honest. I didn't like the match because of the last eight minutes. I was sat there thinking, end the fucking match. So yeah, it, it was a downer for me. Worst match of the night. Not a fan of it. But it was well wrestled. If that makes yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, Pete Dunn's really it, good. Do you think um if this was Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest or Pete Dunne versus Kevin Dane, it would have been much better? Um, yeah, because I prefer
1: one-on-one matches, and Pete Dunne have had, and Damian Priest have had a few one-on-one matches on
0: NXT, and it's been really good mm. Okay, alright um, Okay, again I can, I can completely understand why you say that I know what you mean though, it wasn't your, to your taste, but it was well wrestled Yeah um, We go on to Finley or Finton below. Finton below of Bray. uh, And he's going up against Matthew Riddell. Um, What were your thoughts on this one, mate? Because I'll be honest with you, I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah, a lot of people
1: have seen a lot of negatives on the match. Um, I thought it was good. Um, But I don't want to say I'm biased, I'm a big Matt Riddle fan. I really like his. I just love watching him. He's one of them where sometimes you'll have a match on. And I, I'm sort of watching it, but I'm half not watching it. When Matt Riddles on my TV, I'm watching everything. Um, it, Balor wrestled obviously a slower style. I thought you know what I mean with like headlocks and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it, it, the problem is right. I feel like Finn Balor. It I don't know. People tell me he's great. He's amazing in the ring. Was I just don't see it? I think he's good to very good, but he I can't think of any memorable matches since he's been in WWE. i like, oh my God, you've got to see this match. Amazing. Like, say, like, his match with Brock Lesnar, it was mm. nothing on, say, Daniel Bryan's match with Brock Lesnar or AJ Styles' match. Like, I think people hold Finn Balor as highly as they do AJ and Bryan, and I don't think he's at that level. Do you think he's no, good? But I, I don't I, think I, he's going to get... Put it this way, if this would have been Matt Riddle against, say, AJ or Ricochet or Bryan it would have been amazing. Whereas Balor is just... And he's he's really in his WWE way of wrestling. I don't know. I feel like he... I don't know. It was a good match, though.
0: But I didn't like Riddle losing. Mm. Well, I one thing I picked up on this was... I do agree with you that Finn Balor is very, very good. But he's not yet... A, he's not at world-class level yet. Um, the one thing I did pick up on, though... He's he's now gone back to, I think he referred to himself as the Prince, which was obviously um, Prince Devitt when he was in the Bullet Club. He does seem to be doing a lot of the old Bullet Club bang-bang, um, shoot, shoot him up kind of, um, of moves now on his entrance and stuff. Um, he didn't play the heel during the match as much as I think he could have done. Um you know, just throwing in something a little bit vicious when the referee wasn't looking. Um, it, it, he wasn't heelish in the, throughout the match. He was kind of when he when he did his entrance, as I say, um, the the actions we were talking about previously, his interview leading up, he was going to be a heel, and uh, there was none. There was there was no. I, I didn't expect cowardice. I expected him to be more of a like a badass heel. Um. There was no cowering off. There was no shit shithousely behind the referee's back. There was no low blows, so to speak. Um, and so he yeah, won't I think. Clean. Uh, yeah, and, uh, but I think that I mean, I think he's got he he's got to take that on himself and say, "Well, that, that I've got to proactively be doing more of that." Yeah, definitely.
1: I don't think he should be. Go- I just why are you beating Matt Riddle clean? I I, I don't know. I just don't get why you'd. That do they not see him as like how he should be seen? Do they think that oh we can beat him? To be fair to him, he can get beat and still be over because he's Matt well, Riddle. But if they're setting yeah. him up for this Goldberg match that everyone's hoping for at WrestleMania, which I'm really tentative, I'm not expecting it. But <clears> everyone <throat> seems to think everyone seems to think it's happening. To me, if it was happening, Riddle wouldn't be losing clean. But on NXT this week, spoiler alert, they sort of set Balor up for a match with Adam Cole. Um, hey, so obviously, him. they weren't going to have him lose this match, but for me, I'd be having Matt Riddle should be going over Finn Balor. Finn Balor, at his age, he's like what is he 38 now, 37?
0: Mm, he, he's he's he, mid he,
1: he's at least, yeah. He hit his ceiling on the main roster, he's come back to NXT, he should be there to get guys over for me, but maybe, maybe that's what he's doing, but. I don't know. For me, is, Matt Riddle has got more potential of being a s- superstar than Finn Balor does. Right at this yeah, moment, he is, he is
0: thirty-eight. He was born a month after me. Is, exactly he doesn't look it, does he? But I look a lot younger. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so we'll we we'll move on again um, on that bombshell, and um, we'll go to the main event of the evening. I love this match, um, Team Champa. Uh, Thomas Champa, great to see him back um, he's just a town in West Yorkshire Keith Lee I can never get my mouth around this because I keep on wanting to say Donovan Dijak, Dominic Djokovic Djokovic and then finally we find out Kevin Owens is the last man to come in the team and it got a huge pop but we'll talk about that more in a second Yeah, because Danny
1: because mm-hmm. remember what we were talking about off air, right? The opening twenty minutes, Swansea have murdered Fulham. Danny, yeah, they've murdered him, Yeah, yes. should be two or three nil. They've hit the post. They've missed two one on ones. Fulham with the first attack of the game have just gone up the other end of the pitch, and guess who scored? Madrid. Yeah, that's the difference. Anyway, back to Kevin Owens. <laughs> right.
0: So, and they're facing um, the the best faction in american wrestling in a fucking long time i am just straining my mind to think of a better faction that i've seen in the last few years and i I think you'd have to go
1: back to evolution is a mystery i think that's the best one in wwe that i can think of You've not really had that many in WWE, though, have you, really?
0: you've had had them start and fall apart within weeks, haven't you? Yeah, like Legacy,
1: whatever, with (laughs) Autumn, Rhodes, DiBiase. Yeah, they've sort of, like, they've had them. Do you remember, like, when CM Punk was, uh, like, Nexus leader? Stuff like Mm. that, but... Yeah, they can't do it on the main roster, can they? But Undisputed, I can't remember, like you say, a faction that's lasted so long. Vince, Vince would have had them turn on each other by now. Years ago.
0: Yeah, you no, know, they, 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 they've been built up. I think one thing that was interesting to note, um, I think was Maranello was uh, talking on commentary, and he said that um, Kyle O'Reilly, who is just, let's be honest, the coolest motherfucker on the planet, um, he has been a tag team three times with three different members of the Undisputed Era. Um, obviously, Bobby Fish, um, then Roderick Strong, and I can't remember the Adam Cole ring, but apparently he's he's been champion with all three of the uh, the undisputed. Did, did you realise that? Yes. So if you remember,
1: take your mind back to New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. And we had was I think was Bobby Fish injured. I think Bobby Fish got injured, right? Just before yeah, he, was
0: out for, so, he was out for a while, wasn't yeah. he?
1: Yeah. And if you remember, I think at that take, at the New Orleans one that we went to, I think Adam Cole was in the ladder match. And then I'm pretty sure there was a tag team triple threat match, where right? it was AOP against Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly against yes. Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. And that was when Roderick Strong joined the Undisputed Era, weren't it, if you remember. Because Adam Cole was like selling his injuries from the ladder match. And uh, Roderick Strong basically just turned on Pete Dunne to help. Um in the bottle, so that's, I think that's when that was.
0: I was actually at Supercard of Honor. Um but yes, I do remember it now, you're telling me. Um Is there a Supercard of honour this year at the announcement? Uh, fuck no. No, at the moment they haven't. I am actually just literally um looking to see if one's been um announced because obviously it was G one Supercard last year. Yeah um and uh no. Nothing has uh, nothing has been announced, which is very very. Uh, uh, I probably I probably shouldn't get on about Ring of Honor at the tomorrow. I because feel of-
1: like I've seen something come up on Twitter where they have like it's been expected to be announced. But um, to be honest with you, Danny, I'm you know like I've always said to you I don't get this NXT thing, me. I think it's it's all right, but it's not for me. It's like I've never watched week to week. I watched every- all of these two hour shows right? Yeah. And you know me, I, I'd love to be like, oh, AEW's killing them. I think they've they've been putting on... NXT, the weekly TV, I'd possibly say has been possibly better than the Dynamite shows. It's been yeah. really... I've really got into it. Like, put it this way, I always watch Dynamite first, yeah? And mm. then I got home last night and I thought, do you know what? I'll watch Dynamite first, but really, I want to see what happens on NXT, which shocked yeah. me. But, anyway...
0: Well, there we go. Um, we, we've we started this and champer walks in and he is the one that wants to uh, get things going. Um, and the man he's going to get it going with is obviously fucking Mr. Cardio himself, Roderick Strong, the messiah of the backbreaker. Um, really good, really good opening segment between the two of them. They just went helpful and at each other. Um, and then obviously... The heels had the advantage. Um, and we see I think it was um was it Kyle O'Reilly coming next on the top made, it was either Kyle yeah. O'Reilly or probably first wasn't it? uh anyway, we, we get to a situation where Dijakovic the and Keith Lee were in and it was four on three. Boom. The uh, they're all laughing because they thought nobody was actually gonna come out and they were on their own. And then Kevin Owens' music hits. And the place just went fucking mad, didn't it? hmm Great pop, great pop. Kevin Owens comes storming out and loads of weapons and loads of everything to uh, to mix and confuse this matchup. The match gets started officially under War Games rules. And there was, I mean, there was just everything here, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, oh, that what was that bump? Was it? Is it the Panama Sunrise that Adam yeah, Cole the calls that? Sunrise. Oh, that Kevin Owens. I'm looking at. It, I'm thinking. I. I was watching the replay and I thought. I'm sure he just landed on his head. But yeah. well, he must have been fine. But yeah, I don't know. It was, it, it was I don't think it was as good as the women's match. I think the last five minutes was great. But mm. the stuff before, I don't know. If it's, it's a bit unfair, really, because. You've already, I've already. There shouldn't be two war games matches on the same show. No, I'd, I'd already seen a women's that. one, and I think that I think the matches were both as good as each other. But because I saw the women's one first and fresh, that sort of got the advantage. Like it was the start of the men's one, and I'm watching and I'm thinking, oh. but they, they got good, it got good at the end, didn't it? I thought that I yeah. thought the men's one was more of a spot fest. Well, I will be honest, than the women's one. I thought the women's one was a bit more story. Orientated.
0: That's fair to say. Um, I I've, i love the way it was wrestled. I love I love watching Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby F- uh, Bobby Fish. These guys have been doing such good st- I mean, talk about storytelling, the way the way those guys can sell, especially Kyle O'Reilly. But um the I, I love love them since they were Red Dragon, since I first saw them. And just that they've got this spotlight now, I just do not want to see these lads go up to the main roster, um, whether it be in whether it be in a, a, as part of the uh, the undisputed era or not. Because you know, as soon as they get up there, they're going to be f- fucking beaten to shreds by the Samoan experience or some other kind of shit that they come up with. Um, so please, for the love of God. Just keep them on NXT. I think that's why you're lucky that they're sort of like having a war with
1: AEW. Because yeah. I don't think you're going to see as many people getting called up, are you? Like, yeah. I don't think they're going to sweep four guys up away from NXT when really NXT is like one. Clearly, by what happened at Survivor Series, they're trying to get NXT to be you know like as over as they can. But I'm guessing you've not seen what happened on NXT last night with Bobby Fish. I have no. No, yeah. So they started a tag team match. It was Keith Lee and I can't say it's Dijak in it, but Dijakovic
0: (laughs) Dijakovic Yeah,
1: against um, Fish and O'Reilly. And Keith Lee throws um, Fish over the top rope, and his men, Kyle O'Reilly's men, to catch him, and it was just a bit too short. And you see Bobby Fish's like sort of like bangs his head on O'Reilly's knee. Um, and then they go to a commercial. This is like after like a minute of the match, and you come back, and Roderick Strong's wrestling the match in his jeans. They just took fish out of the match. he's has to have got like quite a bad concussion. Oh. Uh, I know, I know. Last thing that
0: he needs. But um, he's just, yeah. I think yeah, Obviously, he's, he's the old, the elder statesman of the group as well. So yeah, yeah. you need to it's watch up. that match. You saying now amazing
1: Roderick Strong is right. Spare in mind They obviously haven't gone over anything in the back. And they go on to have, like, a 15-minute tag team match. And you can just see Roderick calling everything in the ring. See, so basically, this- he's there. He's in his jeans, right? He's got his red Calvin Klein sticking <laughs> out of his jeans. Honestly, that's, that's, but you need to see it. It was just
0: brilliant. That's fucking... It's amazing that they can they do that. And, and Roderick Strong, I mean, his size worked against him far too long. Um, I can I remember him being... what uh, Getting... FIP DVDs, Full Impact Pro. For those of you who never watched it. it, was a Gabe Sapolsky book show from Florida, um, and it was um, he was fantastic then, and he was he was like twenty three, and he was so he was going head to head with the likes of CM Punk um, and all these other real big names of the Indies, um, Homicide, uh, other people, uh, but he. He did that, and then he got on a tag team with Austin Aries and ROH, and he was one of the best tag teams you've ever seen. And then they broke up, and obviously more tag. But the lad has been doing this at the highest level. for uh, we, uh, we still look at him now, and you think, well, he's still a young guy, but he's doing this at the top level for about 15 years now. Um He's so, great, isn't he? I, I need to see Brian
1: against Strong in NXT just for one week. Just have Brian go down to NXT yeah. and give them like
0: twenty minutes. But this this is the thing. This um this is what can be created. I and I, I know a lot of people are shitting on it. But this um, when worlds collide, um you know that's happening over Rumble weekend. Yeah. Because yeah, I think maybe something like that can happen. You can have that as the the, uh, the the dream match card um, over the for people who aren't going to be heavily involved with the rumble card or aren't going to be heavily involved with you know. Danny,
1: we're gonna get Joe Coffey versus Kina Reeves or whatever he's called. That's that'll be that'll be what we'll get knowing WWE. Actually, yeah, that's I a bit harsh. Be... Triple H, no. what's he called? That f- whatever, re- you, I don't know. Some useless cunt in a... NXT. Uh,
0: right, anyway, so we should we wrap up, take over? What was your overall thoughts on the show? Really enjoyable show. Love the fact that it's um, a shorter show than um, yeah, you know, seven and a half hours. It's just it, it's there, it hits you boom, get the matches in it's usually a five match card. Tonight it was four with the first pick. Yeah brilliant. Um, if I had to give it a, a baby bell rating it would be uh, 3.75 baby bells I'm not into rating shows. It was good. I
1: enjoyed it. I don't know. It it, it was it was an enjoyable two and a half hours. Um, but I'm I'm glad it wasn't too long. I think if they're doing takeovers the night before a WWE pay per view, keep it two and a half hours. And then if they're doing like a standalone show, like they are at the next pay per view, then they can go three, three and a half, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I do like just the ones that that are just two and a half hours. I've got to be honest though. Brilliant! Absolutely amazing. Um, so we'll move on to one of the original Big Four. Two, three, four. Anyway, we'll start with this one. And again, um, there was the. Did you watch the ten-team Interbrand Tag Team Battle Royal? No, I was I was awake when it was going
1: on, but I was literally at. Like, to be honest with you i think i was just led in the dark staring at the wall um and then i don't know i went on twitter and it was like oh the pre-show started this is at like half 10 uk time and i was like what the hell started already so now i didn't watch it okay well <laughs> Did um,
0: i didn't know because again this was part of the pre-show i'd come in um from from banging at the start um so, unfortunately, I didn't watch it, so I can't give you it. But it did say that Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, who I think make quite the team, um, won by eliminating the Street Profits. Um, and then another one that I didn't see, which I'm pretty, pretty annoyed at myself. I forgot all about it, to be honest with you. Um, Leo Rush defeated Akira Tozawa and Kalisto to win the Interbrand Triple Threat. For the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, that was another eight-minute match. Um,
1: Leo Rush is killing it, by the way. Honestly, yeah, he's he amazing
0: it? in NXT is Leo, at the moment. He's Leo fucking Rush, no, he should have been killing it from the start, from the yeah. first time he signed that fucking contract. Um, but obviously, I don't, there was reasons why uh you know he was not featured as much and stuff but the the lad's talent um he's only going to get better which is which is a great thing for us as fans um uh, at the moment Dan he had a match last night with
1: uh a one-on-one match for the title that was really good um and he's in a really good feud at the moment you know with uh angle garza jr Yes. They're having yeah. a really good... Honestly, I, I can't believe how much I'm praising NXT. It I I think it's brilliant at the moment. Put it this way, I think you'd like it. It's not like the old NXT. It's literally it's just like an hour and a half of just match, match, match. The crowd are great. I can even put up with Mauro Ranallo. Um So, yeah, I've sort of got used to him over the last nine weeks. Um, but yeah, I couldn't highly recommend NXT enough. And so, someone who despises NXT UK, mm. and usually is known for burying WWE. If anyone's going to be unneutral, it'd be me. But no, yeah, NXT—it's been great recently. That's
0: good lads, good lads, good to hear Um Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivor,
1: uh, fucking no. I, I, uh, hell! They, they was they was on Corey Graves' podcast, Danny, yeah, and they recap the day about when they found out they were going to be the Viking experience. So, it was brilliant listening to him. I, I, they were telling a story, right? And uh, so one of them was in a serious motorbike accident, yeah? And I could just imagine you he was red right, right. off it. Yeah, so he's telling about the accident, and the other one goes, so he's telling about this sad story, and, and I'm thinking, oh, what a shame. And the other one just goes, yeah. That was the second time you tried to kill my wrestling career because you were out yeah. for six months. He went, And then he was like, I got a bit of a singles push and you decided to recover. And then you tried yeah. killing my wrestling career again just as I was getting hot as a singles star. <laughs> it, it was really funny.
0: But yeah, so, so check the, that out. The, 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 the singles feud they had in Ring of Honor was fucking great. Um, it was, yeah, uh, two very talented guys. I just wish... They wouldn't make them sound as much like a Welsh train set. Eric and I. Yeah. yeah, no. This match wasn't. I thought it was going to be
1: a lot better than it was. I was a bit. It was good, but I, it, I was wanting more. They could have given more as well. What is yeah. this, Danny? What is this coming all of a sudden? These triple threat tag team matches. I feel like I never ever used to see them, and now AEW are doing them. WWE are doing them seemingly every other month.
0: Yeah, I think with with this this is obviously because of the three brands isn't it uh aw it's more because um obviously there's the, there's a mexican tradition of trios which has kind of uh, mutated into becoming um triple threats uh sick uh, three man triple threats it's um, it's a bit too much for me, but yeah, uh, I completely agree. It's it's not it's not what it should be for me. Um, so that was it was a good match, but we could we we would certainly like to have seen a lot more. Um, Team NXT: Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and the wonderful Tony Storm, um, Tony Morton, as she may be called in the future. Um, uh, defeated Team Raw, um, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Asuka, Kairi Sane Sarah Logan and Team Smackdown, Banks, Carmella, Mrs. Batista, Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross. Um, Dana Brooke, Batista, what are your thoughts? The romance of the century or what? Big
1: Dave, that's all I want to say. Big How Dave.
0: Big is Batista's dick? what? Um, what? What what a man. He's what we all aspire to be. Uh, it's it's some of the worst flate I've ever seen on Twitter. But well, fair play's him. Go ahead, Big Dave. Um gotta bear in mind he's like what fifty or something, so he's sort of like your
1: granddad being on Twitter, yeah. isn't it? Really?
0: He's, Every credit to him. <laughs> he's kind of um, you know, he, he didn't come into wrestling until he was in his thirties anyway, I don't think. Um and I always remember, you know, Jim Cornette says says things that some people like, some people don't like, but he usually says them in an entertaining ma- manner. And um, he said when when Batista was training in um, Kentucky um, for what was it called, Ohio Valley Wrestling, um, he was Levithi- Leviathan or Leviathan, and it was supposed to be the uh, the master of the uh, the master of the deep blue seas or Something like this, or the devil's brother, or I don't know what it was, but it was some, supposed to be this big, strong, godlike figure. And he said, "But the, the problem was, uh, our monster used to get colds from time to time, so we used to have to be like wrapped up. He'd sit, he'd sit behind the uh, behind the curtains with a big blanket on him because he didn't like getting cold." And I just thought, "Ah." Oh, just well, imagine, the, and he was big, a doorman. Big Dave with his blankets on and his fucking hot water bottle. Um, you know, well, there you go. Um, so, um, yeah. So we got a little bit off point there. I enjoyed this match more than the two nil fallen
1: Mitrovic again.
0: There you go. What, do you what say? player um, this lovely is? I enjoyed this match a lot more than I enjoyed um the the women's um war games match. Don't know why. Maybe it was just because I was more and in- into it at the time. Um, it was. I, I. got to be honest. I thought it was just a really good fun match. Dan, what's your thoughts on this one? I hated it. Didn't like it
1: at <laughs> all. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I didn't like it, Danny. It was no, like, no, it was like my mate who's like attitude era for life, bro. Um, he messaged me because he uses my network password. I, if anyone from WWE is listening, I'm joking. Um, but yeah. So he, yeah. He, uh, Message me, oh, that was amazing, that. And I thought, what? They did that stupid injury angle with uh, Io Shirai. This is what annoyed me, with Io Shirai. You wouldn't have known this, Danny, but Io Shirai and Candice Loretta. So they looked like they cooked up this injury angle, didn't they? Yeah? Mm. You know where they both pretended yeah, to? Yeah, well, no, who's, Who are currently in a blood feud, basically, on NXT. Io Shirai and Candice Loretta. So I'm sat there, so they got me. I messaged Neil, I went, something's gone wrong with this women's match, you know. I think, like, they're injured. Because I thought it'd be a bit stupid to have them both plan to get injured. Um, And that is one thing that's not been discussed, that they really struggled with with the build. The fact that you had the War Games opponents for NXT, and then they were sort of friends when they were invading WWE. I didn't like that bit at all. And this match, for me, didn't work. But the end result did its job Rhea Ripley looked like a star at the end of she it. She uh, Danny, yeah. can you I'm... remember who else was the survivor with her? Um, it was uh,
0: Tommy Storm, wasn't it? No. no it wasn't. Exactly, it that's was. my
1: point. Nobody remembers.
0: Yeah. So what was
1: the point in having Candice LeRae survive? I only know because I looked it up before the show. So I remember thinking, yeah. who the hell was the other one that survived with her? It was all about Rhea Ripley. This match was designed to get Rhea Ripley over... Um, she is probably, she, I think she's going to be up. Vince is going to want her on the main roster sooner rather than later. And I think it's too soon. She needs a good year in NXT.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Um, but yeah, you make up. You make, but I think what I liked about it was it did actually seem like the the old school Survivor Series uh, matches. Um, the way the the numbers were affected and then. Fighting back and then you know numbers equaled up and then the the, the um the little term with um with uh Natalia and um what's the face Sasha Banks um I, I liked all that it was it was good proper for me old school Survivor Series match but uh, again I can see your points and I can see why you didn't like it um to me the next one the next two matches were the most enjoyable on the card for me. Um, It was Roddy Strong versus uh, AJ Styles versus Nakamura, the the holders of all the secondary champions across the brands in a triple threat match. That was won by little Roddy. So what's your thoughts on this one, buddy?
1: I was very, very disappointed. I expected that this was going to be your great Match of the Year contender. No, Look at it on then, the Why? No, Why? You've got, you've
0: got because, two, of, two of the three best wrestlers in the world. But because it's a WWE Survivor Series show, it's it, you, you're not, you're well, not I get...
1: got that last year from Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: was it was a...
0: It. At the end of
1: the day, basketball. when you when it you get three people in the ring together like that, that are going to get fifteen well, minutes, yeah, it, no, I expect it, better. You know, AJ Styles is like is your it.
0: cookie, well, what, cookie well, what, what, WWE style. Look, what, what what do we know about when AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura met? We know in the past that this could have been so much better, each and every match. But we're not going to get it because they're never going to they're never going to fully go out and do that. And where this was placed in the cards. If you go out and let them guys do what they can do, they're going to fuck everything else up for the rest of the night.
1: Nah. What when Adam called Pete Dunn's following it?
0: Yeah. I I honestly thought this was this was a good fifteen minute match. It was um, you know the the it was it certainly was as I say it certainly wasn't a five star classic. Do you think it could have been a five star classic?
1: No, it probably could have been four. Do you know what I mean? I was just expecting. It's just frustrating sometimes when you like you get excited for these sorts of matches, and then it's just like it's like Nakamura. Honestly, Nakamura is just so disappointing. But at the same time, I can see every credit to him, really. But at the same time, you think that do you know? Last year at Survivor Series, it was Seth Rollins Nakamura. I remember thinking that's going to be great, and I bet you don't even remember the match happening. It was that it was that forgettable.
0: Um, that, 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 to, to be fair. They could have had they could have had a, they could have had a, a, a ninety three Baby Bell Classic, and I probably wouldn't have remembered if it was last year. Well, you remembered
1: just, Brock Lesnar and
0: I remember a bit of the, Um I couldn't remember that it was at Survivor Series, um, so you know I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. But what, what I'm saying is. These these wonderful wonderful matches that you you look at the cards, they are not going to happen on WWE pay per views, with the exception is. of a very few, very few. Yeah, it was a good match, but again, the the, the two of them could go out and do so much more. Yeah, they um, could, they could, but they still lie. It was
1: the fact the the next match, Pete there, Adam Cole, the fact that they won this crowd over just shows how great they did. I'm going to let you talk about oh, yeah. it, Danny, because I'm, I'm going for a slash.
0: So you just yeah, tell well, everyone what you thought about. No, that's, that's fine. I mean, we, this is what we were talking about, carrying on and carrying over from the match between three, the uh, the triple threat match from last night between Killian Dane, Pete Thorne and Damian Priest. The storyline of being the, cha- the number one contender for the next night at Survivor Series, bringing over these years, now, I hope that a lot of people did watch the takeover from the night before because Pete Dunn comes out first. Pete Dunn has got his knee, um, he's got his one of his knees taped up with bandages from the battle scars of the night before. Then you've got Adam Cole coming out, limping out, sort of under pressure to to, to come out. On his entrance, he takes his shirt off, Sure enough, all his ribs are taped up. Um he is the two of them before they even got in the ring, the two of them are selling injuries from the night before. This is what makes that that match, those two matches from the other night so important. The fact that these two lads are coming in, selling injuries from two really, really good matches, and it's the continuation of that and a little bit of thought. Not much, but a little bit of thought that's been put in everyone's head. Now, if people hadn't seen the takeover from the night before, there was clips that were going through the night, but they might have thought, why are these two coming out? The commentators explained it well, and the fact that these two have been in two really good matches the night before, um, and they've both been perceived as being in wars the night before, to come out, the crowd were, were, were really flat at the start. Did you think so, Dan? Yeah, they were so
1: flat. Like I said before, and then they just turned them around. This crowd were awful, by the way. Chicago's known uh, that they, they, they towards the end of the show. They got a bit more into it, but they I did. thought for for Chicago, do you know what I mean? Usually, you think Chicago. Oh, they're going to it's going to be a great atmosphere. I don't know if it's because they had SmackDown there the Friday, NXT the mm. Saturday, but. I don't know the crowd, miserable bastards, but well, yeah. you,
0: you, you'd think they would have had a lot of fly-ins, wouldn't you? Maybe not European fly-ins, but certainly yeah. um, American fly-ins, because Chicago is like one of the big transport hubs. There. that's where everybody changes to go everywhere else on the planes, you know. Um yeah. so I was just I was just trying to put across the fact that I think it was so well played, the um uh, the fact that they come in with bandages on the knee and on the ribs and It was um, that little bit of thought that goes into it to show both these lads have been in wars the night before and they start off slow. They build their way into the match. Um, Both looking at the other's weakness. Um, There was some fantastic slow build and the crowd did get into it eventually. Um, But for a match that's only going to go 15 minutes, It seemed like it went longer, but not in a bad way because they told that much of the story. I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed how it ended. Um, There was a few finishes there, a few kickouts. The gum shield bit. Yeah, the gum shield spot. But it was just like they left everything in the ring. Um, And this was like, it wasn't just a battle for tonight. It's a battle over two nights, and it's a battle that they can have again, I think, more importantly. Um, that was my thoughts on it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, really good match. Um, I went 3.75. i
1: say really good. Um, I say I do think they could have... You put this at full sail in front of the NXT audience going crazy for 20 minutes, but I think that probably adds something a bit more to the match. But I think... Really, I was surprised how... It was almost like the crowd didn't know who they were at first... Um, they were sort of treated like you'd expect a 205 live match to be treated. And then they just won the crowd over. By the end of it, the crowd chanting, This is awesome. They're going mental for it. But it was just great work. Great work. It's good to see Pete like having a really good match because he sort of fell off the face of the earth for me the last year or two Um, since his match with Tyler Bate. It's been here or there. But yeah, good to see him back. Hopefully, he gets out of NXT UK um, and onto NXT every week. Um, but yeah, so really, really good match. Danny, Danny, next we're going to have to talk about something. <sighs> we get with the great of WWE against the absolute shite of WWE. I know this is not going to be a popular opinion, Danny, but I don't care. This fiend gimmick has to go. It is a load of crap. Red lights, stupid masks. Yeah, I like his theme music, but it was cool at first. But like everything with WWE, after a month, they're going to ruin it. And they've ruined it. That red light is just a joke. The fact that they've used it now for three matches, what are they doing? It just kills the match. Luckily, you've got the best wrestler in the company and Daniel Bryan in there to sort of save it. But no wonder Seth Rollins is how he is now. Because after being in two matches with this, unless you're amazing, it's going to kill you. Because, this just, I, I just, Danny, what? Basically, they're just building him up to feed him to Brock Lesnar, and I can't wait for him to be fed to Brock Lesnar. I love the old Bray Wyatt under his old persona, what I did at first. And like that, WWE ruined it. But this, this, it's just a load of bollocks. Hmm. I don't know what you thought about it. You probably like you enjoyed it. It was all right for what it was, but this is the best possible match you can get out of the red light stuff and the fiend gimmick. The best possible match. He's not going to be wrestling Daniel Bryan every pay per view. I think they're heading towards a feud with the Miz next. So you know what you're going to get with that. This bollocks needs to go. Red lights. Do you know what I mean? I'm a 28 year old man, Danny. You're about what are you 36, 37. You don't know be if if. Say if you're watching this year and someone walks into the room, I'm thinking, right, I'm just going to, like, change the channel quickly. Like, there's some idiot with a mask. Do you know what I mean? With red lights. So, yeah, that's my rant on it.
0: I fucking love this match. Made me fall back in love with the scene character. Um, I literally think if they don't fuck it up, this could be one of the most well-built characters in WWE since The Undertaker. The thing, I'm not a fan of horror movies. A lot of people are, especially the slasher um, genre. People and who like horror this... movies have no taste because they're a lot of shite. But go on. Right, it's okay. Um, but this this works. I am not a fan of horror. I'm not a fan of... Um, whatever these 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 things are—the supernatural or whatever it is—the red added to the match for me. Um, Fuck when off! When he, you you trolling me, you trolling me. No, no, not at all. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't like it at the um when they had the Hell in the Cell match. Um, the way he jumped up, um, and the way that camera angle was taken where. Daniel Bryan thought he'd had, he thought he had him, he was exhausted, he was he was down, and then, rather than the way, the, the undertaking was set up, he just was up, it seemed like he just stood up, from a standing, from a, a lying position, over the shoulder, looking over him, that mask, and the way the light, cut and bounces off it, it wasn't a five star classic, it was certainly a character match, and I, completely agree with you that it was the best wrestler in the company that made this match a lot more bearable. I think they've got to run with the Daniel Bryan versus Fiend feud because I even like the way Daniel Bryan was about it, you know, where he's been going through this this sort of character change of the change in his demeanour. Um the the fact that hardened him to the the fiend character. I, I really enjoyed this match. I'd like to see it again. I'm sorry, Don. Um and I'm sorry, listeners. Um I've got I've got to leave it at that for me. Right, we'll leave it at that then. What's next? Um we've got oh, um, Team SmackDown, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Banter Baz, King Corbin, Mustafa Ali and Shorty G. They defeated Team Raw of um, the worst. The, you know the way David Star, um He's really good at Twitter. He's really not good at Twitter. Seth Rollins, uh, Scottish Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, um, Kevin Owens, Randy, and Ricochet, Lilac Lad. Um, and they, and also they defeated Team NXT of Tommaso Champa. Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Volta. I wasn't at all impressed with this match. It was a five on five. I wasn't wasn't at all impressed with this match. I didn't enjoy. I, I I just did not enjoy it. It went on too long for me. It was. It, it, it just wasn't enough for me. It couldn't hold me interest. I take it you've got a different opinion on the match. If
1: the people that are listening are going to think of these two winding us up, they can't agree on anything. Danny, match of the night for me. I give it four stars. Loved it. Thought it was brilliant. Like, literally, I thought, made Keith Lee. Um, Showed how over Walter is. Matt Riddle got a pin on Randy Orton. I just some of the interactions we got to see, I thought were great. The crowd loved it. The crowd were into it. It was the only match on the show except the Lesnar match that I'd say they were really into the whole way through. I just thought it was brilliant. I was like you. When it was five on five on five, I thought, what a lot of shite this is. But I just thought it was – I loved it. I love how – I don't know. I was watching – you one thing I did, like, right, so Drew McIntyre and Walter are chopping, yeah, chopping each other. And I was Mm. watching the look on Randy Orton's face, who is known for not, like, wanting to get not wanting to get hurt at all, and I'm actually I'm watching his face during these chops, and he's looking at him thinking, "What the fuck are these two idiots doing?" <laughs> his face was absolutely priceless. And then I read the Raw spoilers the night after, yeah. And what happens on Raw, Danny, Drew McIntyre, um, so Drew Matty this. So Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton have a chop battle, yeah. And someone must have picked up on Randy Orton's face during this to add this in. Someone must have thought, look at Randy's face during this, right? So what happens is, Drew McIntyre um, says to Randy Orton, chop me. Come on, be a man, chop me. So Randy Orton chops him, yeah? Drew McIntyre looks at him and laughs, yeah? Right? So Drew McIntyre then chops him back, yeah? Randy Orton's chest goes bright red. Randy Orton looks fuming. And I mean, he looked legitimately pissed off, yeah? Right? So Drew McIntyre's going, come on, Randy, how much of a man are you? Show me how much of a man you are. Randy Orton pokes him in the eye. Unbelievable spot. It was brilliant. I thought, why didn't they do it in this match? But, yeah, as for the match, I just loved the match. Loved it. I'd have it in my top 10 WWE matches of the year. I think Keith Lee beating Seth, standing up to Roman. I just thought, they've made Keith Lee. Mm. Star... Well, no, you know, who hasn't liked this match.
0: Yeah, well, uh, it's been weird this 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 weekend because, you know, obviously I'm going against the grain quite quite a lot, um, and it's not my intention to do it. It's just I've watched it over the course of the last couple of nights. I've had it quite fresh in my mind, and yeah, it's I'd rather be upfront and honest about it and say. It just wasn't for me. Um that's what people that are listening to this that agree with you. Mm. We are yeah, agree with you. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, although I'll be honest with you, right? There's been um there's been a certain I, I haven't watched a great deal of um either AW or uh, NXT. Oh you're sort of, missing um, out on a great deal, um, Donnie. No, I, I mean believable stuff. I, but this
1: has been my favourite ten weeks watching wrestling ever.
0: Well, that's great, mate, that's great, but what I tend to find is you know when you just get a little bit peeved with life and the way things are going and this, I'll be honest with you, this general election doesn't help me to see the amount of... No, 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 do you not? If you speak to me about this, I'm gone. No, 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 that's fine, but you'll just just listen to me for a second. Doesn't matter, I'm not going to get political, I'm not going to say what thing is, but the amount of uh uneducated people trying to speak in an educated manner on social media about politics uh at this time it just really puts it, it put it, it just puts me it put it it just bores me and i wanna i wanna stay off it so i wanted to go time I maybe myself feel when you're sitting there having a drink and want to think well I'll go watching like that I, I you know a period but I really enjoyed it and I was really into it and I've lost a couple of um old school ROH and i've been watching a lot of school, old school e c w as well um and it's weird that the these these big brawls that I've seen and I've been watching a lot of that so I've been sort of taken away from the modern wrestling which i you know i love um but I don't know whether that's, this what I'm seeing here and what I've seen in these last two shows has been a consequence of me enjoying so much this old-school wrestling that I've been watching. So that may be a, an explanation for it in some way, shape or form. Speaking of old-school wrestling, we've got Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman and he defeated Rey Mysterio um, in a no-holds-barred match in the WWE Championship. And this one went a whopping seven minutes down.
1: Yeah, a bit disappointed that it didn't go like. These two could have had like the matches that AJ had with Lesnar, the match that Brain had with Lesnar, because Mysterio was obviously great. But, I don't know, if someone says to me in a few years, do you remember that Mysterio-Lesnar match at Survivor Series? I'm not going to be like, mm, uh, re- just remind me again. I'll be like, yeah, that was when they had that great moment where Mysterio and Dominic hit the double 619 on Lesnar. So, yeah. I, I'm i not going to lie, this was the only moment in the show where I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh, do you know, you know when you jump up when you see something happen? That moment, yeah. for me, was that. So, the match itself wasn't like a classic wrestling match, but do you know what I mean? Did, did anyone, I don't know, to me, I sometimes enjoy a moment like that more. It wasn't like your WWE planned, oh, what a great moment this is. It was natural sort of thing. It was just yeah. like... I don't know. I've seen Dominic when he was like a kid in that feud with Ray and Eddie. So yeah. we've to see like the knowing the feeling Rey Mysterio must have got doing that double 619 with his son on a big pay per view against Brock Lesnar. It was, I thought it was just a great classic WWE moment. So yeah, I love that. And I, I enjoyed the match. I would have liked when Lesnar won Danny, I was be like, oh, could have gone another five minutes. This could have been a great match. But. They didn't want it to, but I, I really enjoyed it. You're going to tell me you hated it, aren't you?
0: No, uh, well, I'll be honest with you, I'm exactly the same as you on this one. I'd like to have seen a little bit more. Um, for me, still the greatest 10, 12-minute match is Brock Lesnar versus um, Goldberg at uh, WrestleMania 33. Um, I would have liked it to have gone another five minutes, definitely. Was it six? Um, it was about four
1: minutes, that match, you know. It just felt like about ten when we were there. Nah, there you go, there you
0: go. Um,
1: I tell you what, so, an underrated match, Danny, 10 to 12 minutes, speaking of Rey Mysterio. Do you remember the opener of SummerSlam 2002? It was Angle against
0: Mysterio. I no, was don't. a great match. Do you know <laughs> Of course, don't. Say, so I can't remember what happened last year, so never mind going back to 2003. 2002? Um... I was 11 and I can remember it. You were about uh, the, 33. Yeah, but I've got a shit memory. You, you know this. Um, yeah. So, Hammond and Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, what was what was that match? Sorry, yeah, you did. I didn't give you time to finish. What Rey Mysterio? T- 2002. Yeah, the opener of
1: Summerslam 2002, Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle. Great ten minute nice. match, loved it.
0: Okay, okay. How do um, you not remember? I just don't. Um, I, I'll probably go back and look at it and say, "Oh yeah, yeah I remember it now." But well, if you're on this
1: like old school sort of watch, it's ten minutes. Watch it. Mm.
0: Well, um, the next match was the main event of the evening. It was um, Shane oh. Basler versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey. I bet you love it. No, I didn't. I wasn't... Ugh. Was not impressed with this one whatsoever. Um, why was it main event? Why? I, I, God only knows. Um, I think uh, the, the Fiend and Daniel Bridge no, no, right. should have been... No, no. I should have had the... the, the off. I um, think
1: the two reasons why it might have main evented, I thought, one... They wanted to end the night with an NXT win if they were going to overall win. Yeah. Yeah. Which sort of makes sense, but they could have gone with one of the others. But I thought maybe, come the main event, all the crowd would have been like, oh, because there was like everyone's talking about CM Punk. Are they still thinking, oh, is he going to come out now he's like working this show or whatever? So I thought maybe by having a women's, they would have expected CM Punk chance throughout this show, but it didn't really happen. Um, and yeah. so may I thought maybe they thought, well if we have a women's match, that's us basically telling him look, he's not coming out, enjoy the match. Whereas it really had the opposite effect of people just sat there like, Why is yeah, this definitely. match made? I thought Ronda was coming back or something. I thought that was the only logical reason you haven't made event. Because this match really, it could have been on the pre show for me. It
0: yeah. it it could have been. It was um, and tell me say, I I'm I'm one of the like Becky Lynch, I don't mind watching wrestle. Bailey, together, it it seems like an old show with a new character. Um, and Shayna Baszler is, as I say, as I legitimately said, what's still one of the my most favourite wrestlers to watch. Um, everything she does seems legit. Um, I, I love it, but it was just it wasn't as you say it just wasn't a main event, was it?
1: No, it just felt weird.
0: Hmm. Well and we will finish On the weird in terms of the matches And how that's gone down uh, Overall thoughts on the show Quite enjoyed it um, But it had low points um, For me as well um, It's not something I'd watch again But it was. Uh, it did the job For a Wednesday night Which was by the time I watched it Or oh, maybe Thursday I can't remember um, So We've got one or two other things to talk about. Haven't we, Dan? Do you want to start us off?
1: Yep. I thought. Well, the show. I thought it was a really good show. Thought it yeah. was. Do you know what I mean? A good show. But yeah. So what Danny's alluding to, which is what we're going to finish on, is something that you don't know, Danny. Right. Listen to this. Oh, that's good. That should have been a p- Mitrovic had a clear penalty then. Right. Basically. Yeah. Do you know what this episode is? No. I didn't want to tell you at the start because I thought you might feel pressure. Well, I, no, I didn't really. I, I forgot, to be honest. Basically, yeah. this show, yeah, one year ago, I sat down after I'd bought a microphone, plugged it in, and did the first ever episode of Wrestling Newspaper, Neutral Wrestling, whatever you want to call it, yeah? yeah reviewing wwe survivor series 2018 right fast forward one year later so not only is it our one year anniversary but how much of um, a coincidence is this it is also our 100th episode
0: how crazy Uh, is that 100 episodes not even planned as well no no uh,
1: 100 episodes 100 episodes what the hell how has that happened in a year because I'm sure we went about three weeks without an episode at one point. I, quick shout, out, by the way, thanks to Martin, Sean, Joe. Is any, missing any? anyone else? Ant, on the show? answer. Ant oh, your come mate into, on the Ring of yeah, Honor
0: show. Answer's coming into the show with us. Um, yeah, it, it's um, it, it's gone kind over of quick, and uh, but at the same time, I still feel like we've got a lot done, and uh, hopefully, we we you know we as performers will keep improving and um, it's it, it's great because my point of view, I get to sit down once a week with my mate or in terms of if Joe comes on like a couple of mates and, and just talk wrestling and we might not always agree with each other and we might, you know pe- people might not always agree with us which is fine uh, but it, it's um, it's a great thing to do and we really appreciate you listening to us as well It's uh, it, it's been quite astounding how many listens we've got if you counted up a cumulative total over the course of the year so thank you very much for listening and tuning in and thank you dan as well for putting this all together oh,
1: that's Right, it's right it's right it's just mad isn't it really 100 F- it's just good i i was sat there and i thought do you know what i mean i can like go back and listen to last say like we you know like i don't know it's good because say we don't remember much from survivor series last year mm-hmm. We can actually just press play and find like next year when Survivor Series is on. If we want to, if you can't remember one match, which is probably uh, likely, you can be like, oh, I'll just press play be, on that, it, and
0: see what I thought about that last year. It would be it be a useful memory tool for me, yes, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but there's, there's some some like bad things that have happened, and you know, from when we were doing it last year, um, and we were we were ready to go to WrestleMania, so we did the review of previous manias that we've been to on the build up to leaving for New York. And um a guy who I think reached out to me, or I'm not sure whether he reached, reached out to you or me and he said that they have a podcast and these guys was from San Bernardino in California. Um, and that they really wanted to do the same thing um on their lead up to mania. Um and it was uh, and we said yes of course um and it, it, just to think that some mad bastard in California is listening to us talk drivel. Um and then you know people who've actually been in touch with me, um via Twitter who are who we we met up with one guy who said a very quick hello to us in the um uh in Madison Square Garden for the G one. Um I think I think the gentleman's name was Derek. Um. And he was from just outside Austin in Texas. Um, Where well, was I when this was going on? Well, you you were in the pub at this point. So, oh, um, right. Because you'd... Um,
1: Could have told oh, me? Oh, yeah,
0: no, this was... I thought I had. No, no, you
1: never mentioned anything about it. It literally... We, 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 we'd we been drinking all day that day, though. So <laughs> I probably wouldn't have yeah, remembered anyone. Anyway.
0: He was literally passing us by at the merch stand and... Um, he said, uh, "Oh, Danny," and I recognised him because I've been chatting back and forward. He's he, he likes a cigar every now and then, as do I. Um, and we we had been having a few conversations on Twitter, um, which is unlike me. Um, so, yeah, some mad things have happened, and uh, you know, it, it, some people have reached out to us, and it's it, it's a very nice thing. It's a very nice feeling. What was your first episode, Danny? That you did when whenabouts was it? Mine was the Ring of Honor episode and I think it wasn't long after Final Battle last year um, I think it may have been the following show um, because I remember I played the um, the, uh, there was about a seven minute monologue from Colt Cabana called The Pinnacle um, Oh yeah by Dave Lagana and I think that was filmed for Final Battle um, so I think it was the next show. Um, so, yeah, we've gone through a little bit of a change. I used to do the ROH show on my own, didn't really feel comfortable because it was. Um, I didn't really have anyone to bounce off. Then I couple, I'd done a couple of episodes of a beer with Danny where I'd sit down and talk a topic while having a beer. Um, and, again, I quite enjoyed them. But, again, not having anyone to bounce off, it becomes quite difficult. And I think that's where you and Martin have... Um, Excelled, um, uh, you know. But there we go. Um, but yeah, thank you for, for doing it, Dan. And thanks no, for having right. us. Your first appearance,
1: right? If I remember it was like one of the first shows that I did, and I got you to send me um, a five-minute voice clip of your experience at those NXT UK Liverpool
0: tapings, well, <laughs> and you hated was, it. You hated it. I, uh, I, I was <laughs> pissed out, pissed outside the um outside the Pilgrim in Liverpool, which is anyone's ever been to the pilgrim it's it's like um it, it's quite a famous place for students that have come to the city go in there you'll get a pint for less than two quid you can get bottled beers for a pound and it's just full of students and uh you know old uh oh maybe some old intellectuals and some just made groaning piss heads um and yeah i remember standing outside the pilgrim given given those uh those voice messages and I was I was furious. I got very very drunk that night, um, and it, it was it was a shame really because when I actually looked back over it, it wasn't probably as bad as I thought it was. I was just expecting a lot more. Um, I I for, completely forgot that they were they were actually filming like six weeks of TV out of these two nights. And it wasn't meant to be that every match was going to be a good match. It was just, it was a TV match. Um, so, yeah, but it, well, it, it still wasn't a great show to intend. No, it's
1: not. NXT and if you, if, you,
0: shit. if you look at that, you'll see me. Yeah, a... I know.
1: You're there La- telling me it's terrible and I put it on. <laughs> and you're there for all going ape shit for Joe Coffey against, like, some other <laughs>
0: Boston Reese I- or something. We we've been drinking since about one o'clock, and that was I think the show started at seven. Um, So yeah, I was I was absolutely glad. I was much much more uh, calmer and maybe a little bit more miserable the next day um, because I'd been drinking a lot that day. So, Um, but yeah, good. It was good times with good friends, um, which is despite the fact that wrestling shows can be good, bad, and indifferent. Lovely thing about this thing was you meet some really nice people, um, and again, great times with good people. Yeah. So, what, what have we got left to do for the rest of the month,
1: Belk? So we're near the end of the year now. We've got. We'll probably do a TLC review show. Should we do final battle? I know you like a good ring of honour show. You can be well, forced into watching it if you want.
0: I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I won't bury it. Sorry. I feel, don't worry, I feel like sure. we're. Going to- ring ring of honors on its last legs at the moment and it's very sad for me. Um uh, it's been quite badly mismanaged. I, I didn't think I'd see such a fall in such such a short time. Um we'll see what happens the final battle. Um I I don't know. I honestly don't know at this point whether I'll be watching it or not. Um, oh, you've got but, to watch it. Even I'll probably yeah. watch a little bit. I think it's the same
1: weekend as uh, TLC, you know. It well,
0: is. There's, it is. There's a, there's, there's a lot going on. I know there's a lot of big UFC cards coming up around that weekend as well. Um, Bellatora putting on a tremendous, tremendous fight night. Rampage Jackson versus Fedor in the Satiana Super Arena. Um, and I think that's also um, Mike Chandler versus Bear Benson Henderson, which will be a fucking amazing, amazing fight. Um, so there's going to be a lot going on, so we'll see what we can do. Um, but, yeah, we'll be definitely doing that. We will have a Christmas show planned. Um, might be we're going to do
1: a show on CM Punk, Danny. That's why I'm not. I, I know who's going to talk about it tonight. But I don't oh. want to just talk about it for five minutes. I want to go into it. Whether you like it or not, it's got it's got to be talked about. It's one of the biggest subjects in wrestling this year, and I've got. A, I want to know your view. So yeah, yeah I can give you that now. No, right. no, 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 no. We'll keep that for another day. We're well, an hour and twenty-five well, only, minutes in.
0: The only literally you're the only things that makes me annoyed in wrestling these days. Um, so yeah. Be uh, we've got that, got that to come, and hopefully a new year show um, where we wrap up the year. Danny will try and combat his memory, do a little bit of research, and try and remember the uh, some of the, the the good things that have made uh, made this year uh, what well, has been another really solid year for wrestling. Um, and then hopefully, as we go into next year, we'll be um, we'll be looking at all the things that on the build up to Mania uh which i'm uh, at this point really really looking forward to um a couple of days well a couple of weeks in the sun with a few of my good friends um chilled watching wrestling drinking it's going to
1: be have a cracking time aren't we we've got our tickets um, for spring break we've uh we've got we our have... WrestleMania. we are actually not even mentioned that like, we've not spoke since we've got our wrestle we got our wrestlemania tickets didn't we in uh over Oh, what a nightmare we had with that, deli, <laughs> didn't we? Oh, from in Lever- Lanzarote. From Liverpool, Lanzarote.
0: Lever- Liverpool to Lanzarote and Ticketmaster's cunt. Yeah, and so is my
1: bank as well. My bank wouldn't let me do the transaction because it was from abroad, even though I'd let them know that I was going abroad. And then you <laughs> got front row tickets <laughs> in the upper tier, and then Ticketmaster crashed. So we're so, now
0: on row you know, forty five of the upper tier. <laughs> I actually found out what that was. Um the front tickets of the of, of everything were for um the front row of the top of the deck were for wheelchair um access. So the front row would hold a wheelchair alongside a carer's chair, and that's why it was set out quite weird. Um so that's why it wasn't allowing me to get them because they were accessible seats. Got
1: um, G to order which,
0: it. Should, but she's not in a wheelchair. Um, but that's why. um it. Um, and, uh, <laughs> um, but th- th- that's why it wasn't. But the, he, I'd, I'd gone for other tickets as well, which weren't there. Uh, Ticketmaster remains f- fucking up. The, they really need to sort that. They know people from loads of countries are trying to get on and get that sorted, even if they start setting up. Um, difference on sale dates um, for European customers so that they can go through a um, you know, I, I don't know how they do it, but they've, they've got to change it, so many people having so many issues and it's just the same year after year I shouldn't complain, I've got tickets I'm going, I'll stop moaning now but yeah, one of the things I'm really, really excited about is it's going to be my first um, spring break um, Joey Janela's spring break and even more than that I'm going to get to see The Great Muta for the second time, The Pearl of the audience. I'm so, so excited for that. Um, And we've got, all, what's nice is we've got all these decisions to make about all these shows. Black Label Pro are doing a couple of midnight shows Um, and, you know, Chris Chris isn't sure he might be going to the Impact show, which I'm sure will be a, a fantastic show, which is at the same time as the Joey Janela show, but We've got all these good decisions to make, whether we want to go here, there, or anywhere. And I can't wait till the tickets announced for Bloodsport. That's one I'm definitely yeah. going to be at. Both I'm definitely us going. Enjoy- me Chris enjoyed that last year. Um, it's got such a different feel about it. I loved watching the pay-per-view that was on Fight TV from Vegas, I think. Oh, no, it was from Atlantic City. Um, so, yeah, all, all full full fucking foot fuck down to mania and what we should do as well is to balance it out we should try and get another wrestlemania review show because we haven't done
1: no we will year, do that at some point the on 35 the
0: one. Yeah. Uh, we could uh,
1: maybe do that as a new year one but what what was gonna are we, are we gonna it, it's a shame that we're not in the us so we could do podcasts while we're there do you know what i mean because we're obviously going to be sat there around you know what i mean round we're going to be sat discussing wrestling while we're there so it's a shame we can't record it but it means taking the laptop and stuff like that but maybe we'll just do a few like not i don't know we could do a vlog but maybe it was hard work yeah Yeah. but it is good to look back on i suppose like now at the time i was like it's hard work doing this but now looking back i'm glad that i did you know like it's all there if i want to watch it yeah yeah we'll do something we'll
0: do we'll get something planned out. um but yeah, so I mean, again, thank you for listening. If you got this far, um, we really appreciate it. A hundredth episode and a year to the event that this uh, this thing started. Dan, it's probably best to leave you with the last the last few words um, to sign off this podcast. I think. Yeah, just thanks everyone for listening. It's appreciated.
1: Um, hopefully, we make it to two hundred. With your help, I'm sure that we can. So, yeah. We'll see you when we review TLC Final Battle and have a nice little chat about CM Punk. So, thanks everyone for listening. It's only fitting we talk about CM Punk on the 100th episode. But, yeah. Thanks for the first 100 episodes. Say if you want to go and check out some of the ones in the archive. We've got our podcast on attending the Ring of Honor G1 Supercard. We've got our podcast... Really detailed podcasts about our experiences at WrestleMania 31, 33, 34. You've got some angry podcasts from Martin shooting about just everything. Vince McMahon to Stephanie McMahon, everything. You've got some great podcasts reviewing every WWE pay-per-view from this year. All the live events we attended, that Fight Club Pro Show um, back in May. It seems There's a Fight Club <laughs> Pro Show going on
0: tonight, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's um, Mike Quackenbush is there? Yeah, um,
1: Mike Quackenbush read Tyler Bay.
0: Yeah, the, the um the other thing I will say as well, one of my favourite shows we did was the uh, New Japan show in London, um, Royal Quest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, that's, that's another really good one to go back and listen to. Um, but yeah, again, thank you very much for, for listening to us It does mean a hell of a lot, and we will sign off with that one. I'll mean, we'll to catch you later on down the
1: trail.
0: I am a, the man. This is my yard now. Who wants to walk with Elias? The new Daniel Bryan. The WWE Champion.